Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the VAQA, the VAQA, which say the VAQA with Manday with VAQA and nobody else. It's just me this week, y'all, riding solo. My girl Tiffany is on vacay and we love that for her. I am holding it down this week on the VAQA and I actually sang that song without burning with embarrassment, which I usually do because Tiffany does it better. <laughs> but I am very excited. We've got a live member of the BA fam in the hot seat in the studio today with me to ask a question that honestly, I myself have struggled with as a new entrepreneur. And so for any of y'all who are nine to five, you have your nine to five, but you have some side hustle income on the side, which is fantastic. And we support that. And I think having additional streams of income is always great. But it's kind of like what they say is true, right? Mo money, more problems. And it is tax season. So our listener today, Maya, is here to ask a question about how she can take advantage of maybe some deductions or just how to approach her taxes for 2022. All right. So let's take a listen to Maya's question and then we'll get going. So I have a nine to five, but I also have work outside of my nine to five. I guess you could call it a side hustle or side hustles, but I always struggle when it comes to tax time. And I feel like I'm not necessarily either writing off everything that I could be writing off or um, reducing my tax burden significantly so that it makes sense for me to be earning extra income. So one of my questions is, how do you reduce your tax burden when you do 1099 work? Um, I still owe the feds from last year, and I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to get anything back this year when I do my taxes. All right, Maya, welcome to Brown Ambition. Hi, thank you. Hey, Maya, I was giving her a little bit of, I was just teasing a little because you have the most fabulous last name. Um, <laughs> Lady Lady Maya Pendleton of the D.C. Washington Pendletons. <laughs> it's very dramatic. It's giving, yeah, it's giving corsets, it's giving Bridgerton, it's giving, did you watch Bridgerton? Am I? I don't, but I know what it is. Dang, Maya. I know, All right, I well. can't get into the like, I don't know. It's too much so if I said I burned for you, you would have no idea what that meant. Okay, no that's fine. Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> You're not here to talk about my Netflix dramas and rom-coms. Anyway, you are here to talk about your side hustle. So tell me a little bit about what you do on the side um, and how long you've been doing that for. So I write on the side. I do research on the side. I've been doing that for about, I don't know, maybe like three years. Um, in addition to my full-time job, I really like the work, but it makes my taxes really difficult every year. Every year. So you're a freelance writer. Basically, yes. 
Nice. I love that. What kind of writing do you do? Um, I write about like racial justice, about abolition, um, about okay. prison and policing. Okay. So really uplifting stuff. That yeah. Yeah. Very. Brings a lot. <laughs> no, but important <laughs> stuff. No, that's fantastic. And as a, as a journalist myself and as someone who has written for definitely I write freelance now, I was like, this money is cute during the year, but then around January, February, you get those damn 1099s in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, wait, I was excited to earn this money back in October and June, but now I'm like, when's this paper? And I just have this stack of like, you know, because every time you earn, I think it's, what is it, like more than $600? More than six. From yeah, then you get you you your your um in the the contractor the company that's paid you will deliver you a ten ninety nine, um and it's not like it's the ten ninety nine themselves is not stressful. It's just like okay, so how do I um you know put these include these on my income for for the tax year? And then I know your question is like, how do I make deductions? Like how can I lessen my tax burden exactly. because I do have this extra income. Um, so let's start there. Do you actually have a tax preparer or an accountant who you work with? No. And that's the crazy part. So I just do it all myself. And I know that's Maya? probably, I know, I know that's why I asked. Cause I was like, this is you not know why. So tell me why. Thing. Cause I, I think no judgment, but no, why? No, no. before I was used to just, you know, nine to five taxes are very straightforward. Like put in the numbers, oh, they're beautiful. right. You get the numbers back. It's fine. So I have yeah. been used to doing it that way. So I think like the first few years or two years, this would be like my third year of doing it. This is the first year I've been like, no, I got to get a handle on this. I was just like, yeah. well, it can't be, but so hard. Um, but then you owe a bunch of taxes. So it is hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. My husband's like, remember the days we used to get tax refunds? And I'm like, babe, wish. <laughs> if you look at it, but you, that's almost like looking at it in a positive light. I think takes away the fact that tax refunds aren't that awesome. I mean, they're great because it's like a little windfall. Yeah. But it also means that you've been giving more money than you should have to the government all year long. For sure. Um, I will. Okay, so you don't have a tax pr- um, professional that they're working with now. We, we're going to get to that. I'm wondering, have you been setting aside money throughout the year from your earnings? Now that I taxes? do try to do. Um, I okay, good. probably don't calculate that very well because, listen, I got the tax forms back and I was like, there's no way I made that much. And I didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I try to, you know, at least do like 20 or 30 percent every time I get paid okay. and put that in a savings account. Okay. Yeah. I, and sometimes it's like when you get these, what I miss the most about being a W2 worker is I used to just go to my payroll website and be like, withhold this, automate that. And then I wouldn't have to think about it. But when you're getting paid, you get checks and deposits, you know, randomly throughout the year, you have to remember, okay, go in and transfer 25 or 30% into savings. And then sometimes that happens you know, too late or yeah. after you spent it. So I, yeah. <laughs> I, I get that a hundred percent. And you hear often like one of the benefits of having a side business is that you do have the potential for deductions. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people make it seem so easy. Like, you know, there's this idea that you can like buy a whole car and have that deducted and like you can deduct, can you deduct your mortgage and like all this stuff? And it's like a little too, too much. So to bring us back down to earth, the first thing I'll say is it's important to understand like what actually can be 
um, used to like reduce your taxable income as a business owner. So you're a writer, for example, I would I wonder, like, do you use any subscriptions for your business, like writing software, transcription software, um, any business services that you rely on throughout the year for your business? I don't I just use the basics of like, Wi Fi, my laptop, Wait, but a Wi-Fi. Right. So like so the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. <laughs> There's a Wi-Fi. And you work from home when you do the writing. Is that right? I work from home. Okay. Oh, this is one question I should have asked you. And by the way, I am not a tax professional. I'm just, you know, your financial BFF in your head. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> my first piece of advice should have been like, babes, you need to level up. Find you a, we're going to find you a CPA. You got to do it. Yes. But no, I'm asking because, you know, these home expenses, they can be a part of a deduction. Like, for example, I'm here in my Zen Den. This is um, my basement, essentially. And so there's like a calculation that my accountant helps me with where it's like, how much square footage is your house? Mm. How much of that square footage do you use for your business? And then, like, let's say it's 20%, then like, and this is a rudimentary calculation. This is why we need these tax nerds to help us. Yes. But like 20% of my mortgage or 20% of my um my Wi-Fi or my, you know, my cell phone expenses maybe can be re- deducted from my income because I work from home in that way. Um, you know, if you were traveling, which I don't th- I don't think you are, but sometimes, travel expenses. Oh, sometimes okay. I will go to a conference or like an in-person meeting. Yes. Yeah, conferences. So I went to a big conference in 2022. And I can you can deduct, uh, you can definitely write off like your expenses for the conference, the travel, the food, the actual cost of like the admission. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the tips my accountant gave me for 2022 was go ahead and purchase any conferences you want to go to in the next year, purchase them in 2022. So that it can work, it can go towards your um, your uh, write-offs for 2022. Now I know it's a little late for that tip right now, but I'm just saying for future reference, if you know you're going to do something business-wise, like go ahead and stack those expenses so that they're hitting you um, in the current tax year so that they can, you know, go toward your, like reducing your income now. Um, office supplies, do you have like printer, printer paper, stuff like that? I, that sounds crazy. I really don't. <laughs> I got pens and notebooks and a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff, like if there's, listen, if you have like, even your computer, I know that it, maybe it's not, you didn't buy it last year, but if you're someone who's starting a side hustle, you want to buy a piece of equipment, right. startup cost, you know, that can be a part of something that you can um, reduce. I have some um, subscriptions to like media outlets, trade publications that I, um, that I, you know, can stack up and include as well. Um, so you don't use a car, but like there's, there's stuff out there. The thing is, it's not, it, it feels cumbersome and like complex because it does take, I think, an expert to come in and really identify like, okay, according to this arcane tax regulation, how much of that can you deduct? And I think what gets sticky is when we try to do it ourselves, the thing about having a side business um, or additional income is I do feel like we are more susceptible to IRS audits, Yes, right? So I think it becomes even more important to like get that stamp of approval from a tax professional and have that, you know, even put that, that expense can be put into your business expenses for the year, you know, however much I think my tax accountant, I think it's a few hundred dollars for her to maybe more 500, something like that for her to do my business taxes. 
but the peace of mind is just uh, extraordinary. Um, are there any like specific concerns you have heading into 2022 that you're like, you know, this might come up for me? Yeah, I think my biggest thing is that my income increased and then the amount I earned outside of work also increased. So I just feel like I'm going to be I hit see. with a wild tax bill. <laughs> Do you think you're going to be in a higher tax bracket? Possibly, yeah. Because of your freelance income? Yeah. Yeah, that can be an issue. Like if you're, because you know what tax bracket you're in based on your salary, but then if you do you know like how much you earned in 2022 or do you keep do you keep do you have a bookkeeper or any kind of bookkeeping system? I don't. Maya. I don't, okay. I don't do. We're going to get you together, things. girl. <laughs> it's time to do them. You a big girl, you got to do okay? Time. Like So there are there are some relatively simple bookkeeping systems. For example, I started with QuickBooks. Mm -hmm. It's you know not that expensive. It's a I feel like thirty to forty bucks a month, depending on what you get. And as long as you run your you know you deposits and things, you connect your bank accounts. It'll keep track of what you have coming in. Now a bookkeeper for me became really essential because it was hard to find a good accountant mm. who wanted to work with me unless I had a bookkeeper. They don't mess around. Wow. They're like, and a bookkeeper will essentially, she, mine is a she, um, shout out to Tianu. Um, they will once a month go through everything that you've had coming in, your expenses and reconcile everything. Mm. And reconciliation is basically like, you know, we understand where these expenses came from, we're going to categorize them and everything. And they put it in a pretty package for your accountant. So they know that they have accurate records when they come to calculate your taxes. So even though we talk about like getting a tax account and a CPA, I think from my own experience, it should start with a good bookkeeper, you know, so a bookkeeper, I would say, especially if you're going to continue this freelance income, makes a lot of sense for you to just have someone on um, your docket. And uh, like, where, like, where would you feel like you could start if you were looking for a bookkeeper? Um, I'm pretty sure that my brother uses one. So I have family that keeps their finances together better than me that I can lean on, which is helpful. <laughs> I love that you said brother. So a trusted, so a trusted person yep. who could recommend your bookkeeper. Um, I started, I found my bookkeeper. She's actually the spouse of um, one of Tiffany's former accountants. So I was like, do you know anybody? And I checked out her website. I interviewed her and had a great experience. And, you know, I ended up going with her. I spend about 150, how much do I spend? I think I pay her quarterly. It might be like 400 or $500 per quarter mm -hmm. for her to reconcile my books. Um, we also use her for Brown Ambition. Um, there is a like a national organization of bookkeepers as well. well. A lot of bookkeepers understand side hustlers because they themselves are doing it as a side hustle. You know, like they may be an accountant by day and then a bookkeeper on the side for extra income or a finance, like a payroll specialist for a company. And then on the side, they do bookkeeping. Um, so I would definitely find you a bookkeeper first. And then the accountant. Um even if you were wanting to work with an accountant for 2023, uh, sorry, for 2022 taxes, which are due right now, um, they're probably going to want heading in. They're going to be like, do you have a bookkeeper? Do you have a profit and loss statement for 2022 that I can, you know, quickly go through? Sure. Um, so I would, I would do what you can to like get something like that ready. Wow. This is great. <laughs> really helpful. <Okay. laughs> I feel like it's the kind of stuff you already know, but it's just like, I don't okay. think about it, <laughs> you know, 
All right, BA fam, you are listening to the BAQAA. We are going to take a quick break and be right back with more of your questions and our answers. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what, I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with Afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
Just visit squarespace.com slash brownambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. Okay, BA fam, we are back answering more of your questions for the BAQA. Let's go. And the next thing to think about too is like you as a business owner. Oh, I forgot to ask, have you established yourself as an LLC? So that was another like part of my question was like, yeah, is okay. it better to establish an LLC? Is it better, like easier to get tax write-offs or deductions if you do that? Is that something that I should be doing? Because I've been thinking about that for a while now. So you haven't established an LLC no. yet. Oh, dang. Okay. That is essential. Yeah. Yes. Because for you to qualify for these business deductions, you have to have a business. Right. Right. So, okay. That changes a lot of things. I almost wish we could like go back to the beginning. <laughs> and in this case, I'm not exactly sure. I, I, I don't, my instinct says maybe the ship has sailed for like business write-offs for you because you're not an LLC. Right. But I would say like if the freelance income has been coming in, like do you ballpark know how much you made in 2022? Um, in 2022, probably maybe like 20 or 30,000. Like babes, you yeah. have a business. Yeah. Well, it, it, it didn't start as that. Like that was, I know it did it. My best it's year. Out of control. It started as like <laughs> small, I don't know, 5k, 4k. And then it grew. Yeah. No, it's okay. Better late than never. But I feel like a thousand percent start you an LLC so that you can take advantage of this in 2023. Um, I mean, honestly, that kind of reduces some of the pressure because I don't know that there's much that can be done for you to like go back and get tax write-offs at this point. I'm not a tax professional. So that's a good question for like a CPA. Sure. Um, let me see. Uh, for sure, you should, uh, you know, when you're an LLC, then you can decide if you want to be a single member LLC, which it sounds like you're probably in that kind of place. It doesn't mm -hmm. sound like you're earning enough to like be an S corp at this point. Yeah. Just, yeah, just, just start there, you know, start somewhere, treat yourself like the business that you are. Cause for sure you're doing well. Great. This is, I mean, I've been thinking about all of this, so it's good to hear it and get confirmation. Yeah. How old are you? Do you mind me asking? I'm 30. Just turned 30. That's awesome. I just love like having, you know, an extra 20 to 30 K coming in. That's fantastic. You know, and I feel like the tax part of it, it just sours everything when you have to deal with the additional <laughs> stress of it. And you're like, dang, do I even want this life? No, it does. I think you do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do want it. I would love to eventually yeah. move to having my own business. But every this yeah. time of year, it gets like, wow, did I really earn that much? Let me go back and look. <laughs> Yeah. And when you get a CPA too, they can help you decide, like, for example, one of the things that my CPA does is um, advise how much I should contribute for retirement, mm -hmm. you know, based on my based on my um, income and the retirement contributions as well. It's a huge part of like one of the benefits of having a business is, you know, there are types of accounts you can open um, like a, a self-employed, what is it, SEP IRA mm -hmm. or a solo 401k like I have now. And you can actually use your extra income to like invest for your future. I love that. Yeah. All right. So how are we going to get you a CPA? What do you feel like your next steps are there? Okay. Next steps are to get a CPA ASAP. I mean, they're going to use ASAP. whoever. Well, bookkeeper. Bookkeeper. Yeah. CPA. Well, well you can first because I feel like taxes are due in a little more than a month. So yes, this is true. You can file an extension. Like right. if you want, 
Yeah, you can file an extension. I actually filed. I didn't file. My accountant did. Yeah. Because I was like kind of a, a mess and I missed a deadline. And she's like, it's fine. Everyone files extensions. Let me file you an yeah. extension. Um, so that's been done. So you could uh, file an extension on your individual taxes if you wanted to. Um, let me see while you're trying to find because taxes are due when? Like mid-April. April 18. Okay. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. Now the thing with a tax ex- extension that can be a little wonky is it doesn't actually stop when you would owe your taxes. Right. It's just basically <laughs> it like, it's kids. annoying. <laughs> I know. But it's like, know so you, you can, you didn't do it yet. <laughs> because we're all supposed to be mathematicians, Maya. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I would, I would, I would do both at the same time. Like try to find you a bookkeeper cause you're going to need them anyway. And then find a CPA um, an accountant who, and this is a thing, like it's fine to go to family, but I would definitely go to accountants who actually work with, um, like nine to five entrepreneurs and understand sure. that whole, you know, really intimately. And they're not just like a tax preparer, um, or an enrolled agent. Like they can probably process W2s and things like that, but do they have the level of sophistication to be able to work with someone, you know, with business income? That's sure. another question. Yeah. Um, and you may even be fine. Cause I know, I know it's a lot like 20 K 30 K whatnot, but you may even be fine using like whatever software you've been using so far. Um, cause they're going to, they have the fields t- for you to fill in, like upload your 1099s and what did you make and all that. Um, and it will probably trigger like some, you, you never know, but it may trigger like a, a, a tax that you owe. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you said you're paying on taxes from a previous year already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you may need to like get on a payment plan for yep. that or something, but like let this be the last year that that happens. Yes. You know? That's the goal. No better, no better, do better kind of thing. I love it. I have next steps and goals. Okay, good. Um, and let me see. What else can I say? I found my accountant through a referral of a friend who is exactly like you. Mm-hmm. Um, she works in New York. So that's the thing. Like I could, re- I couldn't refer her to you because you're based in. Virginia, right? DC. Or DC. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to find people who are uh, licensed and able to work with you in your state. Um, so I would start with also like even us um, being a part of your uh, community there. Like if you have a, I know we have chambers of Congre- uh, commerce, but if there's networking groups for women entrepreneurs in mm. the DC area or just entrepreneurs in general, like they can be a great source of information. I'm I'm sure there's a Facebook group out there where gotta be. <laughs> you could gotta be where you can check and see. I'm sure someone's already asked this question. Anybody know any good accountants? Like I'm in a crunch and, you know, start reaching out and dedicate that time to it. It's, and I'm not going to make it seem like immediately you'll feel like, Oh, I have everything figured out. Yeah. I'm on year two and I'm like finally feeling like, okay, after this year, I think I'm going to have it all together, you know, of working with a CPA. Um, it's just, it's just normal. And it's like getting through the growth period it yeah, just can no. be a little tricky. With any, anything I've learned through with working with finances or getting a finances together is that you got to be patient. It takes time. It does. And like one of the things, one of the reasons I love my accountant, her name's Safi is because she is a lot easier on me than I am on myself. Like she'll kind of tell me like, Mandy, everyone's filing an extension. You're not a, you're not a failure. You didn't mess up. Like get be, you know, it's fine. I've seen worse and that can help. Like that helps me with my anxiety around it too. Just like hearing from an expert that I'm not 
the craziest like <laughs> that they've ever seen. And um, yeah, I wish you all the best. I hope this was helpful, or at least the kick in the butt you needed. It was. You got me together. <laughs> Get it together, girl. You still have some time, okay? Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Thanks so much for letting um, letting me chat with you and for submitting your question to BA. Anything else you want to say before we let you go? That's it. I will say that my friends are really big fans of this podcast, so they were super excited. <laughs> I was going to talk to you. Oh, really? Today. Yeah. Are fans. they the ones who were like, Maya, submit a question to BA? Um, I asked them, I was like, oh, what should I ask? And they helped me brainstorm. Um, but one of my friends, um, she like has the Get Good With Money book. She listens to the podcast. She's a big fan. <laughs> oh, she's a dream catcher. Awesome. Well, yeah. I hope you will continue to be a fan. But regardless, best of luck. You're so not alone. Um, just one step at a time. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, lady. Thank you. All right, BA fam, we will see you next time. If you want to have a question and potentially a question answered by us or even potentially be on the show with us live in the studio, you know what to do. Go to Brown Ambition Podcast on IG and you could submit a voice note um, there with like a 60 second version of your question and you may hear from our producer and be invited to the show. I am Mandy Woodruff Santos. We'll see y'all next week for more BAQA. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.